0: Welcome to the Port City Community Church Podcast. You're listening to our weekday summer series where we're exploring what it would look like to treat the summer as a Sabbath. Sabbath is a time set apart to experience rest as we deliberately stop working and trust in God's provision. To help us find new rhythms of Sabbath rest, we are reading together in the Psalms. Each week, we'll focus on one Psalm, taking a different perspective each day. This will allow the scripture to encourage, challenge, and inspire us. Happy Monday. With the new week comes a new psalm to sit with, meditate on, and soak up its goodness. And As we turn the page to Psalm 51, we encounter David who feels trapped with his sin, shame, and regret. It seems fitting that we find ourselves in the middle of summer. Right now, there's no escaping the overwhelming heat, and if you dare step outside, the humidity will have you baking in seconds. So to avoid it, we retreat behind closed doors. The hidden sin David carried with him had a similar effect. It made him miserable, it weighed him down, and it consumed him. No matter how hard he tried to pretend it didn't exist and move on with his life, his sin was always before him. Maybe that describes some of the emotions you're experiencing right now. Your efforts to avoid, justify, or alleviate guilt haven't shaken those feelings. This week, using the words of David... We want to experience the freedom and restoration only Christ's forgiveness provides. So before we begin, I want to provide space for you to consider and pray for the hidden sin and struggles that weigh you down. Ask God for the courage to be honest with the mess you've attempted to manage on your own. Father, if we're honest, it can be easy to come to you when we're feeling good or even when we have a specific request. But it can feel uncomfortable, awkward, and shameful to come to you with our sin and our struggles. Lord, would you help us to persevere and stay focused in this time? God, we believe that your power works best in our weakness and coming to you with our mess makes us feel pretty weak. So would you surround us with your reassurance in this time? father i believe that what you want us to hear from you today is freeing life-giving and soul satisfying may we reflect on jesus's words in john six thirty-seven: that whoever comes to me i will never cast out god there is no reason that we can present to you that will convince you to love us less you just ask us to come your heart is not a ticking time bomb Your heart is the green pastures and still waters of your endless love, peace, and comfort. So may we come, may we trust, and may we rest in you today. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Many of us know David as the small shepherd boy with incredible confidence in God. So much so that he took down the giant Goliath with the aid of his slingshot. Likewise, we remember the Bible stories about David's courage while being chased and pursued by the evil and jealous king Saul. Perhaps we've even heard David referred to as a man after God's own heart, a king who led Israel with bold faith. Yet, no matter the greatness inside a person, each of us is vulnerable to temptation and giving in to struggles, especially those we think we can keep under wraps. Other parts of David's story, like 2 Samuel 11 and 12, read like a script torn from a binge-worthy Netflix series. David lusted, then he utilized his position as king to commit adultery with a married woman named Bathsheba. And this all took place while her husband was fighting on the battlefield. Then, when she became pregnant, David attempted to cover up the affair by having Uriah, her husband, killed. Finally, it appeared David took care of his sin. His indiscretion was hidden from others, but not from God. And that's why the Lord sent the prophet Nathan to David with the message. Through telling a story, Nathan boldly, yet graciously, confronts David, leading to his confession in this week's passage. With this in mind, I invite you to listen or follow along in your Bible as we read Psalm 51 together. As you do, pay attention and make note of any words, phrases, or themes that stand out to you. Psalm 51 says this, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach transgressors your ways so that sinners will turn back to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God. You, who are God my Savior, and my tongue will sing of your righteousness open my lips lord and my mouth would declare your praise you do not delight in sacrifice or i would bring it you do not take pleasure in burnt offerings my sacrifice O god is a broken spirit a broken and contrite heart you god will not despise may it please you to prosper zion to build up the walls of jerusalem Then you will delight in the sacrifices of the righteous, and burnt offerings offered whole. Then, bulls will be offered on your altar. That's a lot to unpack, and an impossible task to do in a single episode, but that's the beauty of sitting with Psalm 51 for an entire week. It enables us to take our time, slow down, and meditate on all of its wisdom. So, let's read Psalm 51 once again, but this time, center our attention on the first two verses. Psalm 51, 1 and 2 says this, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Take a moment to reflect on what we just read quietly. When it comes to God's character, what did David lean on in hopes of experiencing mercy and encountering forgiveness? Psalm 51 opens up with an anguished plea. Have mercy on me, O God. Gone are the justifications and denials replaced by an apologetic and remorseful spirit. David's once hardened heart has not only softened, his remorse is on full display, laid bare before God. The boldness of Nathan's confrontation created space for David to be bold before God, pleading for mercy and asking for undeserved forgiveness. Nathan challenged David with a story, but in a way, Nathan provided David with a mirror that opened David's eyes to the depths of his sin and its ramifications. Hidden sin and unconfessed struggles often act as blinders that distort our perspective of ourselves, our circumstances, and even our need for God. For David, those scales had fallen off, and yes, he indeed saw the depth of his struggles, But David caught a glimpse of the depth of God's unfailing love and great compassion. Take a moment and consider, how is remaining silent about your struggles distorting your perspective of yourself, your circumstances, and God? Let's read today's passage slowly, one more time. Psalm 51, 1-2 Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. It's summertime, and I get that none of us want to think about school right now, but for a moment, let's go back and pull from those grammar lessons when we were young. Adjectives are words that describe, providing insight into the attributes of a noun. So why do I bring this up? David pleads for mercy on behalf of love and compassion. But it's not just any love and compassion. It's God's. Yet David goes even further and utilizes some adjectives. He implores God to extend him mercy based on God's unfailing love and great compassion. Descriptors like that raise the stakes and impact the expected response to our sin and struggles. Other translations use steadfast, faithful, merciful, constant, and gracious to convey God's love. Not only that, but when translators look at David's original words, they say that God's compassion is abundant, tender, unlimited, and a multitude Recognizing the disparity between the weight of our wrongdoing and the depth of God's love and compassion invites us to not hide our struggles or remain silent about our sins. We can offer up the same prayer as David, fully confident that forgiveness and grace will not only cover it, but lead us towards restoration and wholeness. So as we begin to wrap up our time together, we want to provide you with some space to respond to what we read and maybe to what God is trying to say to you through Psalm 51. First, take a moment to process this question. Where do your hidden struggles and unconfessed sin need to encounter God's unfailing love and great compassion? Another question to consider is this. How can a willingness to be transparent and open before God about the condition of your heart enable you to experience God's forgiveness, mercy, and love? Now, take a moment to pray for what God places on your heart during this time, and then I'll come back and share a prayer for all of us. Father God, when I consider the depth of my sin, the enemy wants me to despair. Instead, I'll be determined and bring my struggles before you. I don't deserve mercy and forgiveness, yet you graciously give it to me, beyond everything I could ask for, hope, or imagine. May I not cheapen your grace by asking for forgiveness and returning to normal? Instead, May my encounter with your mercy shape my dependency and trust in you and open my eyes to how it transforms my heart. Amen. Thank you for joining us today in the beginning of our journey through Psalm 51. Talking about our sin and struggles is heavy. So as you go about your day, rest in the unfailing love and great compassion God extends towards you. In tomorrow's episode, we'll explore the depth of David's need and the toll carrying his silent struggles took on his soul. Until then, blessings.